are listening to WUEC 89.7 from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. This is the Mystery Radio Quarter Hour, where each week we give you a new mystery to solve. So strap on those listening ears and let's get right into it. For those of you who were here for our last show, you will know that we are going to reveal the person of mystery, um, the person who created last week's mystery. So, uh, that in that story, we had Vinny the Vibraslap player, who, right before his big Vibraslap solo in the jazz concert, um, lost his Vibraslap and was locked away. The Vibraslap was later found in a locker, which was labeled Brainless Timmy. Now, remembering the suspect and the facts of the case, you might be thinking, well, obviously, that would have been Timmy, but it wasn't. It was, in fact, Ian, the egg shaker player. Ian, who was Vinny's rival and who wanted to look the best for the college scout, had locked away that vibraslap so that Timmy, Vinny, couldn't play his solo. The locker, which was labeled Brainless Timmy, is actually an anagram for Ian's name, Ian Bristles M. Now that we have that piece of narration out of the way, let's get into this week's mystery. This story takes place in a world where monsters are real. In order to establish good relations between humans and monsters, a ghost named Theodore started the Monster Cereals Company. Though his original greatly ghostsome flavor didn't start off a success, he eventually found the perfect cereal recipe and now runs four other flavors, called Very Vampalicious, Frankly Frankentastic, Wildly Werewolfful, and Mostly Mamalicious. With that backstory in mind, we can get on to the mystery. During a party at Theodore's house aimed at celebrating the launch of another promising season of selling cereal, the cereal recipe was stolen. Four sets of footsteps were heard running out of the building at the time that the recipe was discovered to be missing. Their creators were apprehended for investigation. Who stole the cereal recipe? Was it Zephaniah the mummy, Joseph the werewolf, Samson Frankenstein's monster, or Indigo the vampire? Listener, listen closely, for the show is about to begin. Let's start off by hearing from the creator of the first pair of footsteps, Zephaniah the mummy. Hello. Hello, I'm Zephaniah, the mummy spokesmonster at the NC Serial Mostly Mummerific. Unfortunately, it's the worst-selling box of the NC Serials. I suppose something about my branding doesn't sell as well, which is frustrating because it's delicious when you actually try it. I am far overqualified for my job. After all, I was highly educated royalty before being mummified. Now, though, I'm stuck as a spokesmonster for a serial that nobody wants. I don't even get to use any of my hard-fought intelligence. Even worse, my coworkers constantly forget about me. They leave me out of everything, from product shoots to parties, which makes being invited to this one a bizarre fluke. But when you really sit down and think about it, though, it's no wonder that my cereal does worse than theirs. I haven't given the chance to properly market it. The slap in the face, though, is that I run everything behind the scenes. Being a ghost, Theodore can't touch anything here in the real world. As a result, he asked that the worst-selling serial spokesmonster to do all the work for him. 
which ends up being me every month. I end up doing all of the grunt work that would otherwise be Theodore's problem, and don't get any recognition for it. it. Takes up all of my time, and I don't even get paid for it. If I were in a position of power right now, like I was before I died, I'd banish Theodore. However, I'm not, and therefore I can't. By stealing the recipe, I'd be setting all the other monsters up for failure, but no good would come to me. I barely make enough money from this job to sustain my life as it is. Treatments to keep my skin fresh and paper wrappings from turning to dust take up all my wages. There wouldn't be much point to bankrupting the company, as I'd just be losing the job I live off of. Though I may not enjoy my job very much, I certainly wouldn't be going out stealing recipes over it. I hope that the recipe is found, but if it isn't, I guess I won't be losing much. The other monsters have a lot more to worry about than me. Next up, let's hear from Joseph, the werewolf. Hello, my name is Joseph. I'm a werewolf and the spokesmonster for the wildly werewolfful MC Company cereal. As you can tell, I'm a human right now, or at least I will be until the next full moon. It was definitely weird being the only guy at the monster party that wasn't a monster. It really shows you just how crazy these monsters get. Did you know that there's a mummy that makes cereal too? I didn't even know that until tonight. The most frustrating thing I've had to deal with cereal-wise is being referred to as wild. I am part human, so though I may be a bit crazy during that time of the month, I'm decent and civilized the rest of the time. I have brought up the idea of a serial name change to Theodore plenty of times in the past, but he's just dismissed my frustrations. He doesn't want to name my serial something that more accurately matches my personality, like wisely werewolf-esque. If I had stolen the recipe, I could have been able to hold it over Theodore's head so that he would have had to rename my serial to get it back. However, I don't think that he would have fallen for something like that. I'm quite tame and forgiving during the times that I'm not a werewolf. At any rate, I wouldn't be interested in stealing that cereal recipe. If I were a werewolf when trying to pull off such a heist, I would have had a very difficult time. I would probably chew up the paper the moment I got my paws on it. Being a human wouldn't be much better either. Even if I were smart enough to find a way past the security system, I would still have to worry about the state of the recipe itself. The paper has to be kept in a constant environment with very specific temperatures and levels of lighting. I don't know the first thing about document upkeep, so even as a human the recipe wouldn't last very long in my hands. I do hope that Theodore is able to get the recipe back, but also I hope that he'll address the group's concerns when that happens. Hopefully some good can come out of this whole ordeal. We are halfway through our show, so I'm popping back in to give some clarification to anybody who has joined us a bit late. You are listening to WUEC 89.7, coming from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. This is the Mystery Radio Quarter Hour, and right now we are covering this week's mystery. Who stole the cereal recipe? This story relies heavily on monsters, so... You will have to suspend your disbelief uh, for this story. Um, monsters exist, and they market cereal so that people will like them. Our four suspects are Zephaniah the Mummy, Joseph the Werewolf, Samson Frankenstein's Monster, 
and Indigo the Vampire. Now let's get back into it and hear from the creator of the third pair of footsteps, Samson, Frankenstein's monster. Hello, I'm Frankenstein's monster, Samson, and I absolutely did not steal the cereal recipe. I am the spokesmonster of the Frankly Frankentastic cereal. I get decent revenue from the venture, and people aren't as frightened of me as they used to be. So in all, I'd say I've got a good arrangement going on. I don't get as much money as some others in the group, but I'd still say that I'm comfortable. There's really no reason for me to want to steal that recipe in the first place. I disapprove of the flavor of my cereal. What could I do if I had the recipe aside from make myself some cereal that I won't eat? The idea is simply ludicrous. On that topic, though, for a while I have been wanting to reformulate my cereal so that it reflects the many tastes I have as a multifaceted monster. My tongue alone has the tastes of three distinctly different people, and my stomach is accredited to a great many more. Every time I bring up the idea of a recipe change to Theodore, though, the idea is rejected. He seems to think that he's hit the winning formula with what we have already, so he doesn't want to change a thing. However, that doesn't keep me from wishing that he would. Without the recipe in the picture, I could see things going one of two ways. Either we make no cereal this season, or we have to come up with new recipes to replace the one that was stolen. I really hope that Theodore will consult me if he chooses the latter. But chances are, he would take things in whatever direction the humans would prefer over his own employees. If I keep my fingers, toes, arms, legs, and organs crossed, though, maybe things will work out. Though I may not like the flavor of my cereal, I still wish to continue with my employment as an MC spokesmonster. Should the stolen recipe be returned or not, I will continue to encourage a change to my cereal's flavor. Last but certainly not least, let's hear from Indigo, the vampire. Hello, my name is Indigo, and I am the world-renowned and beloved spokesmonster for the top-selling MC serial Very Vampalicious. I am a vampire, and as someone that's been around for a very long time, I've been accused of committing thousands of crimes. However, unlike my numerous murder allegations, I can tell you that this is a case in which I am innocent. Very Vampalicious is the best-selling serial of all the serials in the MC company. Why would I take it upon myself to halt this season's production? I've become a multi-millionaire and a household name when it comes to ambassadors from the monster realm because of Very Vampalicious. This whole stolen recipe ordeal has thrown a wrench into all of that, and if my cereal isn't out on shelves for this Halloween season, not only will I miss out on that lucrative revenue stream, I will also be letting hordes of my fans down. If I'm being honest, I do have some frustrations with the cereal company. I think that the very vampalicious cereal should be marketed separately from the rest. All of my brand shoots have to include Theodore the Ghost, Joseph the Werewolf, and Samson, Frankenstein's freak of nature. If I didn't have to share my spotlight with them, I would be making more money. 
I find that aspect of my career with the MC company to be completely unfair. I suppose that by stealing the recipe, I would have been able to start my own line of cereal without having to drag the other monsters into it. However, we have all had to sign a contract with the MC cereal line that lasts the next thousand years. By making my own new line of cereals, I would be breaking it. That legal battle would be a bloodfest, and not the kind I'd like to join. In the meantime, though, this loss of revenue will be catastrophic, and means that I'll have to wait even longer before I buy my 13th cavefront castle. So, folks, what do you think? Do you suspect that it was Zephaniah, the mummy? Joseph, the werewolf? Samson, Frankenstein's monster? Or Indigo, the vampire? We've laid out all of the clues for you, and we hope that you'll be able to follow them and solve this week's mystery. Well, that's all from us at the Mystery Radio Quarter Hour. We hope that you will tune in next week to find out who stole the cereal recipe and start to solve a new mystery. You're listening to WUEC 89.7 from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and we hope that you have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. I bet you're hungry for some cereal now.